Well, when I was about uh, 15 years old, uh, there was a, a major bridge in Minnesota over the 35W freeway that uh, collapsed in the middle of rush hour. Maybe you remember some of the headlines from uh, that time. And uh, uh, there were some design flaws as well as just over time some general weakening that had occurred that hadn't been caught on the bridge. And it had caused catastrophic failure and it really caught everyone off guard or else they probably wouldn't have been using it. I remember hearing about the tragedy, first of all, from some other people, and at first I was a bit skeptical. I mean, how does a bridge fall down, right? And how does that happen? I, so I kind of thought that maybe they were trying to tell me a, a, a terrible joke or try to get me to believe something that uh, they hoped I would kind of be, a, 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 I would believe false things. Uh, but then I looked it up just to check out my facts, and I saw that indeed, it had occurred. I saw the pictures online. I started hearing the news reports about it, and it was a very real thing. Needless to say, I was, I was pretty shocked that this could have occurred. And I started asking the real question, well, okay, how does this happen? The pictures didn't really answer my questions, and news reports in, in the immediate uh, couple days afterwards didn't really help either, because they're just, again, telling you what happened, and not much more than that. The way I'd like to understand this is what I had at this point was simply head knowledge. I had basic information about the events that had occurred. I didn't know why it had occurred, the, all the reasons that had gone into the bridge actually falling, and I didn't know how it had occurred either. Now, I'll tell you right off the bat that there are some positive outcomes I'll get back to in this story later on, but the reason I, I tell this story is because I think it actually gets us pretty well into the story we're going to talk about today from God's Word of Nicodemus, that reading we just heard from John chapter 3. Nicodemus comes to Jesus, and he, out of head knowledge essentially, makes a very confident statement at the beginning of this conversation. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you were doing if God were not with him. You can just hear the head knowledge he had. We know. I've seen what you've done, Jesus. I've, I've heard the things that you've said. But that's about it very shallow belief. It's not really belief at all. He just simply states the facts, the things that had occurred. Jesus reveals just how shallow Nicodemus's head knowledge is as he continues to explain and explain and explain to Nicodemus what he's talking about. Really what Nicodemus needed then was not head knowledge, but heart knowledge. He needed to become a witness so he could speak about these things that Jesus was telling him from his own heart, from his own belief, from his own faith. In fact, that's exactly what Jesus gets to in verse 11. Just a few verses later, he tells Nicodemus, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. We are witnesses of what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony, our witnessing. He says, you need to be a witness. We are witnesses and telling you of the things that we have seen. 
and not. Now you need to be the same. And what do you need to do to be a witness? You have to see and experience something. That's what Jesus says. And so really, that's Nicodemus's problem. He is a devout follower of God. He is, he is a, a religious leader. He had followed all the Jewish rituals and laws and traditions. He knew Scripture super well. In fact, it's pretty likely that because of his status in the, the uh, Jewish ruling class that he knew the entirety of the Old Testament, the bit of Scripture they had at this point. He knew every bit of it by heart. That's a lot of Scripture. And so I can just, just sense how righteous he thought he was because of all that he knew in his head. I mean, at least he knew something about Jesus, right? But that's about it. It was just head knowledge, and that's where it stopped. And he tried to understand what Jesus was telling him through that same head knowledge. He even tried to understand the kingdom of God as Jesus talks to him about it with his own head. And that won't get you very far. And once Jesus tells him, hey, it's not through rituals or laws or knowing the right amount of scripture, it's through nothing that you know or do that you're going to enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus is shocked. Nicodemus is shocked that the only way to enter the kingdom of God is by being born again. It's what we know as baptism. It wasn't satisfying to Nicodemus's head knowledge. In fact, you can see how he reacts. He reacts kind of like me in the, the once when I heard about the bridge collapsing. Is this really possible? How can someone be born again? Nicodemus says. Nicodemus knows, just like you and I, that you're born once when you're little and you don't do it again. And he says as much. So Jesus explains further. He says, no, it's through the water and the spirit. It's a different kind of birth. It's being born again, born anew. It's baptism. Nicodemus couldn't understand this with, the he with his head. And so really the only way to understand it was to be born again himself. He needed to, be, have, to have that firsthand experience himself. Essentially, Nicodemus needed to become a witness of these things. Because through baptism, it is that we receive cleansing of our sins. It's through that that we receive forgiveness and grace. It's through baptism that we are even adopted, made a real part of God's own family as his own sons and daughters. I think those things are only something you can experience. You can't understand it when you just try to use your mind. In fact, through baptism, we get the chance to become witnesses of heavenly things, not of earthly things. It's why Jesus even talks about how himself, the Son of Man, must be lifted up. He foreshadows his own crucifixion because he knows that that is what brings about all of these gifts and the reality that we can know heavenly things, experience heavenly things through baptism. Here's what Jesus says. He says, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, this is an event 
that Nicodemus would have known very well. So the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him, may experience heavenly things in eternity. And so that's what Nicodemus need to be a witness of. That's what you and I need to really be witnesses of and turn that head knowledge into heart knowledge. Jesus, to be very thorough and helpful, even sums it all up for you and me and for Nicodemus in the last couple verses of this conversation. It's that very familiar verse of John 3, 16, but it falls in this conversation that Jesus has with Nicodemus to talk about what it is to be a witness. And so in verses 16 and 17, Jesus tells Nicodemus, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. That's what it was all about. Up until this point, Nicodemus only understood things as rituals and laws and things they had to do that really only brought them condemnation. But Jesus says, no, through baptism, we ourselves get to be witnesses of heavenly things. We get that heart knowledge of Jesus saving, not condemning, work on the cross. In fact, that's exactly what was missing from my story earlier. I needed to become a witness in that way. I needed to see it to believe it. And that's why a few days later, we as a family actually did exactly that. We took a drive. I lived just 20 miles south. We took a drive to see the collapse firsthand. And so this is what we started to survey through binoculars from a distance. And you can see all the pictures and reports and interviews and everything else. But until you look at it and you can focus in on different things and and really at least try to imagine what had occurred, what people had gone through. You just can't fully understand it. It was by seeing it that my eyes were opened. It was through seeing it that I was finally able to understand a bit better what had occurred and start to talk to others about what maybe had occurred to make this happen. Being a witness was a good thing. And being witness as Christians is a good thing too. Because who doesn't want to know the things of God? Who doesn't want to see God's kingdom firsthand? Who doesn't want to turn just our own fallible head knowledge into heart knowledge, into true belief and faith? And so this is one big reason why baptism is so important. Why Jesus took this time to walk Nicodemus through being born again, because our own knowledge won't get us very far. It's once we see firsthand, once we know the forgiveness Jesus gives us, the adoption we receive into his family, the power of the Holy Spirit that is placed upon us in baptism. It's only once we experience those things firsthand that we can speak to others about it. You know, with that story of the bridge collapsing, remember how many people were affected by that. But I also remember in the aftermath, 
how many of those same people who witnessed these things, who helped the victims, became advocates for the victims and the survivors. In fact, I saw this headline 10 years later that the survivors were finding renewed purpose because they recognized that their life was so very short. And they couldn't, some of them couldn't even believe how or why, it says there, they would have escaped death in this moment. And so not only did the victims and the survivors, uh, were, were they able to work through this and uh, uh, to uh, find some renewed purpose through it, but those people that, those other witnesses who seen what had happened were able to actually work for uh, further uh, improvements to bridges across the country and, and continue to love and care for others who uh, dealt with this situation. Their heart knowledge, so to speak, is what prompted this love and this care to occur and to extend across the nation so that others wouldn't have to suffer these same things. And so as witnesses ourselves, as baptized children of God, the thing that Nicodemus needed, we simply then speak of the things we know in our hearts. We testify to what we have seen. That the rule of sin and the devil is no more because of Christ. We are witnesses as then we come alongside people maybe who are struggling in their families. We can be witnesses as we serve dinner for someone at a homeless shelter or befriend somebody at our school. We can be witnesses of what we have seen and believe as we speak up on an issue that needs a biblical voice. Or as we encourage others even to come to church and hear God's word. So remember how you have then been born again, born anew. Remember your baptism and how the Holy Spirit has brought you from that head knowledge of Nicodemus to the heart knowledge that comes through Christ as we are witnesses ourselves. In fact, we prepare ourselves in this season of Lent to witness once again Jesus' death and resurrection. And so through the power of the Holy Spirit, may you then be a witness to others in how you live your life and as the power of being baptized into the family of God, being God's own child. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, we, uh, we, we take joy in the many things that are wrapped up in baptism, why it is one of the sacraments that we uh, hold as in high regard uh, in uh, this church and in churches across the world, and uh, the, this chance to uh, become uh, not just outsiders who know the things of God uh, in our minds, but instead to experience them, to experience the forgiveness and grace and love that only comes through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, through your Son, the sacrifice of your Son, and through the filling of the power of the Holy Spirit as well. Lord, we give you thanks. We ask that you'd uh, continue to help us to uh, hold our baptisms in high regard and to uh, be those witnesses of the things that we have seen and the things that we have witnessed ourselves. Amen. <laughs>